Welcome to Speaking of Sex with the Pleasure Mechanics. I'm Chris Maxwell-Rose, founder of PleasureMechanics.com, and on this podcast we have explicit, wholesome conversations about sex, pleasure, joy, and connection. Come on over to PleasureMechanics.com, where you will find our complete podcast archive, as well as our entire suite of online courses, ready to guide you in up-leveling your sexual skills and developing more capacity for arousal and pleasure and intimacy. Come on over to PleasureMechanics.com. It is all waiting for you there. On today's episode, we are speaking with Robert Johnson, founder of Shameless Care. Shameless Care is one of our new sponsors here on the podcast, and I was so excited about their offerings, I invited Robert onto the show to talk with us about accessing shame-free sexual health care. This means that you not only get the testing and medications you need, but you get your questions answered in a respectful, shame-free environment, and that is just what shamelesscare.com offers. If you are inspired by this episode to take next steps in your sexual health care journey, go to shamelesscare.com and use the code PLEASURE for a discount on your first order. We hope this episode inspires you to have more shame-free conversations about your sexual health and provides you tools for more pleasure and enjoyment of your sexual lifestyle, whatever that looks like to you. Please join me in welcoming Robert Johnson to Speaking of Sex. We're going to dive right into the interview where he tells us about why he started shamelesscare.com. And let's talk about this word, shameless care. And I really want to talk about access to shame-free sexual health care. So what is the service you offer and why did you feel the need to start this because i know it's really a a love project for you sure yeah i'll I'll start with that so um you know my wife and i are non-monogamous and i had a woman write to me about maybe three years ago maybe a little bit longer than that now and she said hey you you gave me gonorrhea and uh well, that's a that's a conversation nobody wants to have, first of all. But and it was quite a shock to me. But it was more of a shock to me because I had actually just been STI tested and mm-hmm. had purchased what was sold to me as a complete STI panel, and that came back completely negative. So I shared that with her, and and she said, "Well, were you throat swab tested?" And, and I said, "I had never heard that term, throat swab testing, until she said that." Yeah. Um, you know, I'd been I'd been strep throat tested at the doctor and stuff like that, but I didn't know that there was something like that for STIs. And she educated me all about it um, because you know she was quite sure that I was the the person who had had given this to her, and she had in turn given it to her husband. And and um, so anyway, I spent the next couple of of, uh, of uh, weeks finding a doctor here locally who would do the throat swab test, and I was shocked that. Uh, <laughs> Not only had I not heard of this, but several of the doctors in the area had not either. I finally found one who would do the throat swab test. And sure enough, I had a completely asymptomatic, so no symptoms at all. I didn't have a cold. I didn't have a sore throat. I didn't have bad breath. I didn't have, you know, 
everything looked and felt fine. I had no reason to think that I had this completely asymptomatic, but I did in fact have an oral gonorrhea infection that I had no doubt given to her and she had in fact given it to her husband. And all of this could have been avoided had I had a better STI test. Yeah. I then polled members of a local smear club and found out that 93% of them were not throat swab tested <laughs> during their last STI exam. And these were people who in some cases went to an STI clinic, like, you know, literally a clinic that this is all they do. Yeah. Or they would go to their, you know, their OBGYN or, or their PCP or whoever. And I just thought, my God, um, you know, because I have seen, so I'm involved in a local swinger club and, you know, have been to places like Hedonism Resort in Jamaica and stuff like that. And, and at this point, I've seen more people have sex than I ever cared to. Like it's, it's long since been titillating to me or, or no longer titillating to me to see it. it. It's like watching someone cut the grass or something. I've just seen so much of it. You need to go to better parties, and, my man. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and I, like, I've never seen anyone use a dental dam and I'm sure some of your listeners do. And I'm, I'm certainly not, not yay or nay on that one way or another. I'm just making a point yeah. of like most people are having unprotected oral sex and they go to the doctor or they order something online and they want a complete STI exam and the very infection they're most likely to get based upon how quickly bacterial infections spread and, um, and, and the fact that people are having unprotected oral sex. So the infections they're most likely to get, they're never being tested for. That's right. And this was, you know, an epiphany for me. And, um, and I thought, well, somebody has to do something about this, but I didn't want to do it. Um, <laughs> so I spent the next couple of years trying to get someone else to do this. Like I won't name the name of the company, but there's a rather popular online STI testing company. And I reached out to them and they declined and, and so on and so forth. And, yep. you know, I finally realized that, um, that, that I just had to be the person to, to do this. So. We are Shameless Care, a telemedicine company that um, serves everybody in the United States. And we do two things. One is at-home STI testing. At-home meaning um, the testing kits, you know, the finger prick uh, and throat swab and that sort of stuff is shipped to people's homes. They do the specimen collection themselves and mail it back to the lab. And the other thing is prescription um, ED medication, because that can certainly be valuable too. And I'm sure we'll talk about that, but I feel like right now we're talking about the STI portion of things. So that is why we started the company. It just felt like people are using their, they're enjoying their mouths for unprotected oral sex and yet never getting them tested, even when they're specifically asking for a complete STI exam. And that just felt uh, pretty disastrous to me and we wanted to do something about it. Well, thank you for doing something about it. I've been looking for a solution like yours because as my wife and I have opened up into poly again, um, I have this conversation with all my potential lovers and people will say, oh, I practice safe sex. And I say, what about oral? Well, not oral. Or I've been tested. Well, what about an oral swab? Oh, what is that? You know, and it's amazing to me that we can try to do the right thing, as you say, go to the clinics, try to get the information, and it's still not available to us, or available without shaming conversations. And that's the other part of this, because if we want to get healthcare, we need to be able to be honest about our lifestyles. 
And so often those conversations aren't available to us either because of the doctor's bias or their preconceived notions, right? They see a wedding ring on our finger and they don't even ask about additional sexual partners or just because doctor's visits are so rushed nowadays and we don't have time to ask our questions. So talk to me about the doctor network you use and the conversations that are available for people before and after that specimen testing. Absolutely. So there's a 50 state network of board certified physicians. So everybody on our medical team is a MD and, you know, there's some wonderful PAs out there and NPs and stuff like that, but we just happen to use all MDs. They all have a high level of expertise in STIs. Um, so that's really helpful as well. So believe it or not, and this was actually news to me until I got into this <laughs> until I got into this business. In the United States, if somebody wants an STI test, a doctor has to write a lab requisition for that, which is essentially a prescription. Mm -hmm. And so, if somebody comes to our website and orders an STI test, the doctor will of course write the lab requisition. But the doctor is then involved at that point, and so the patient will receive a uh, text and video um, from that doctor that'll say, you know, let's say that person lives in Idaho. Okay, I'm Dr. So-and-so, a board-certified internist from the state of Idaho. I'm your doctor. It looks like you're requesting STI testing. I think that's great. Just as a reminder, here's the test that you requested, blah, 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 and kind of explain the process. And then also open that conversation up because people have a lot of questions about sex and STIs and the tests that they're getting and things like that. And so the patients are also entitled uh, to a year's worth of back and forth conversation with that doctor. Some choose not to do that at all. Some will have, you know, a question, but some people have dozens of questions and they're welcome to keep asking those questions all that they like. Um, once those test results come in, of course, they're reviewed by the physician and they're shared to the patient. And this is all done through a HIPAA compliant patient portal, which um, works really quite well. People get an email, they click the link et cetera, et cetera. All the information is right there. And then if someone does test positive for an STI, um, of course, the doctor is right there involved in that process as well. If it's something that's relatively treatable, like a gonorrhea or chlamydia or something like that, um, then the doctor is really asking the patient what they, what they would like to do moving forward. Of course, we can ship medication. And some people are so worried about discreteness that that's how they prefer to handle it. But you know, if somebody has a gonorrhea infection, time is really of the essence because um, what is asymptomatic can quickly become symptomatic or what is symptomatic can quickly become extremely uncomfortable. And also people can only refrain from sex for so long. <laughs> so you need to get them treated right away. And so we can also send medication, you know, the prescription straight to like their local Walgreens or CVS or whatever pharmacy they prefer. And so it's kind of with them the entire, you know, throughout the entire process. Mm -hmm. And I can't stress the value of that enough and the importance of having a sex positive practitioner um, that you can be honest with and be, you know, even if you are a married dude, talk about the anal play you like, or the fact that you are planning on giving blowjobs next weekend. Um, you know, we all have different sexual lifestyles and seasons. And this discreetness, you know, it's a real thing, especially for people who live in rural areas. 
um, or close-knit communities um, where discretion and privacy might be a real value to you. So thank you for offering this service. And I do want to talk about um, shame-free access to erectile medications. Um, But before we move on to that, I want to ask your opinion on how to have this conversation with new potential partners. Um, Because as much as we want shame-free healthcare, we also want shame-free conversations. And sometimes the SDI conversation can be really loaded and we use words like clean or dirty that are full of judgment. Um, How do you approach this conversation when vetting new partners? (laughs) Well, first I'll tell you how not to do it. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And I can tell you some personal experience with that. My wife and I were at a swinger club. This was probably eight or nine years ago. And I had heard on a lifestyle podcast, you know, that you should always have this conversation about um, someone's testing history. And, and just to clarify for the audience, this was long before shameless care. Um, <laughs> but I, I'd heard you're supposed to have this conversation. And so we were really, you know, I was, I was hell bent to do this. And so we, we met this couple. We were having a great time. We moved it into a playroom. Everybody's undressing and, you know, everybody's had a few drinks by this point. And I asked them about their STI testing history. And the guy said, oh, don't worry about that. We get tested at work. And I think I was just so sort of drunk and horny at that point that that all made sense. And I was like, oh, cool. And then the next morning I realized that made no sense at all. Why did I, why did I go along with that? That person clearly had no idea what I was talking about. So I wouldn't recommend doing it that way for sure. Um, <laughs> We strive for sober conversations, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think sobriety (laughs) is a good goal overall in general. Um, But but yeah, so that's not how to do it. You know, one of the things that seems really harmful to me the more I think about this situation with STI testing is is the term panel or the term Mm. complete panel or the term everything or the works or what have you. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree. You know, if somebody has... An STI using the phrase clean or dirty, I think that's a given. That's a really terrible way to go about it. It's, it's, um, it's so shameful and aggressive. Um, but, but the reason why I talk about this issue with full panel, for example, is because most people don't really know what they were tested for. And they certainly yeah. don't know the areas that they were tested for. And that really matters because, you know, two people could meet in a hot tub at a, at a, at a resort somewhere, let's say. And, and let's say that they're both sober and they're having really thoughtful conversations. You know, let, let the, this is this is going somewhere. They're going to have sex, they hope. Um, and one of them says, "I was tested for everything," and the other person says, "Me too. Awesome. You know, let's let's go do this." Yeah. It might be that they weren't tested for the same things at all. Like that is just such a meaningless phrase because ultimately it's up to what that doctor types into their computer yeah. when they're half listening, half trying to do their medical notes at the same time in that exam room. Everybody listening knows exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. We expect these doctors to do two or three things at once. And, um, and oftentimes these panels are just not anywhere near complete. And you know what? That's okay, but we all need to be speaking the same language. So if somebody says, I was tested for everything, what would make more sense is if they took the time to say or, or learn, well, I was tested for HIV. That was a blood test. I was tested for hepatitis C. That was a blood, you know, so on and so forth. Um, and I think that ends up being a much more thoughtful conversation. And not everybody's capable of doing that, but certainly... Yeah. 
you know, people who are invested in, in the non-monogamy community, people who are polyamorous, people who have really made this their, their lifestyle in one way or another, and people who are listening to sex podcasts. That's what I would challenge them to do is if nothing else, take a look at your last STI test and, you know, try to commit to memory what you were actually tested for and the areas that you were tested. Because if that test says gonorrhea and chlamydia, but you weren't throat swab tested, then you were only tested for gonorrhea and chlamydia genitally, not in your throat. And that's okay. No judgment. I was in the same place, you know, a couple of years ago, but I think just understanding what's going on so that you can speak, speak that language of STI panels is really important. Yeah, totally. And being able to have that conversation with potential lovers, you know, the throat swab for me is always kind of a, a shortcut into a more thorough conversation because it's true. We're horny for one another. We're trying to, you know, get in one another's pants. Like there's a tendency at, to rush through these conversations um, when we could actually take the time to slow it down and learn something about each other. Um, but to get skilled with that, we need practice and we need support. And that's one of the reasons I love your service is because you have that support of a practitioner, a doctor, um, that relationship with a doctor will support you in dissolving shame. And I think that's the flip side of this. It's not just the absence of shame. It's by taking healthy steps to care for ourselves, to have these conversations with our partners, which it's really like, you know, we talked about having the STI conversation and that's an act of love. That's an act of care. That's an act of horniness. Like just how deeply can I devour you tonight, my dear? Mm -hmm. And we can have these conversations with a lot of enthusiasm. And as we do that, we dissolve shame for ourselves and for one another. So thank you for being part of that conversation. Let's take a minute and thank our sponsors for this episode. DipsyStories.com slash pleasure is where you will find a treasure trove of beautiful audio erotica to inspire you, delight you, and turn you on. Whether you are lounging by the pool this summer, soaking in the sun in your own backyard, or even stuck on a long commute, DipsyStories.com can be your portal into a world of sexual adventure and thrilling stories with characters that sweep you off your feet, speak directly to you as a hungry lover, or take you on beautiful romantic journeys. Radically inclusive, Dipsy has stories for straight and queer listeners. 56% of the stories are voice acted by people of color, and you can find audio that speaks to all kinds of interests, lifestyles, and kinks. For listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com pleasure. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to dipsystories.com slash pleasure. That's D-I-P-S-E-A dipsystories.com slash pleasure. You will find this link in the show notes and at pleasuremechanics.com slash 
toolbox. We'd also like to thank Green Chef for keeping us well-fed and healthy this summer with delicious meal kits shipped straight to our door, customized for our specific dietary needs and preferences. Whether you are keto, gluten-free, dairy-free, vegetarian, vegan, some combination of the above like we are, Green Chef has meal kits to nourish you and stimulate your senses. We love the food from Green Chef. Eating well doesn't have to be boring. Green Chef satisfies our cravings for adventurous eats and novelties. And Green Chef is always delighting us with their herbaceous sauces and beautiful ingredients like tart cherries in salads. Like that's one of my new favorites. Go to greenchef.com slash pleasure50 and use the code pleasure 50 to get 50% off plus free shipping. That's greenchef.com slash pleasure50. You're going to use the code pleasure50, get 50% off free shipping. Try it out. It's the number one meal kit for eating well. Big thanks to greenchef.com slash pleasure50. You'll find this link in the show notes and at pleasuremechanics.com slash toolbox. And now back to our interview. And let's shift now and talk about erectile medications, because this is another area that there is so much shame-based marketing around. We've actually never run an ad for an erectile medication company until now. So talk to me about your approach to erectile medications and how your voice, how your offering kind of differs from so many of the companies that make guys feel bad for even needing this product. Okay. Well, um, you know, the, the shame-based thing is really kind of, um, it's, 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 it's an interesting topic, right? Because, you know, we have this 50-state network of, of medical providers, and we, we gathered these folks together in order to be able to do the STI testing. Because we could do the STI testing and we had the medical network, we decided to do the ED medication as well, which I do feel like is, is really needed for a lot of men and important and, and frankly useful in certain search situations. Yep. Um, but we could have also done other things like testosterone replacement therapy or uh, baldness medications or these sorts of things that people clearly want, but I couldn't think of a way to possibly market those without, you know, like the TRT medication. They all use like really jacked guys as like the, <laughs> as like the marketing and that's sending the message that like, if you don't look like this, yep. you need this drug, you know, or, or baldness, you know, like I'm a bald man. I'm, I'm totally totally fine with it. It's hard to sell baldness medication without uh, talking about how unattractive bald people are or something mm -hmm. like that. So we've, we've really tried to focus on marketing um, without shame. And that has its challenges, quite frankly, when you're talking about STI testing, um, because I'm extremely sex positive. And I already shared the story about how I uh, at one time contracted gonorrhea, but guess what? That was not even really a problem. Of all the the colds I've had and things like that, yeah. like gonorrhea was, it, it didn't, I mean, like I told you, my case was asymptomatic. So I, I had it a little better than some other people, but you know, I ended up getting a shot of antibiotics and, and boom, you're cured. It's like, you never got it. It's just not anything for people to be, um, I mean, people are gonna be upset and I, and I get it. I'm not shaming them for being upset, but, <laughs> but, but physically, 
it's just not really that big of a deal. And that's not the way that most people sell STI tests. And so we're trying to sell STI tests from this really sex positive, sex is great, go do your thing, live your best life uh, point of view. And boy, adding a little bit of shame in there probably would help close some more sales, I, I dare say, because you, you, you have to have some reason why people are, are compelled to buy. But, but, but I appreciate you saying that because uh, shame-free is, is something that's, that's really important, uh, really important to us. Yeah. And as you said, it all plays on so many, you know, tired gender scripts and, um, you know, scripts around what sex needs to look like in order to be successful. And this is, you know, why we've been in conversation for almost 500 episodes now is because we need to unpack all of that. And we have spoken on this podcast countless times about, you know, erections being able to come and go. Um, soft penis pleasures is one of our most popular episodes. And we get so many responses to that because a soft penis can be pleasured, can be used for intercourse. Um, there is so much play available for penises in all states of erection. Um, and, and sometimes you want a more reliable erection and these drugs are really effective for that. Um, I recently have had a few lovers that use them and there was something for me about kind of seeing and feeling them in use that really, it's like there's something really beautiful about it because it can just relax the situation so you can relax and enjoy each other, which is what we always talk about on this show. Um, so some guys have used erectile medication, some guys have been curious about it. We also hear from a category of guys who say that they used it, it used to work, but it no longer works. What is that about? Well, that's a very good question. So sometimes um, people are not dosed properly and mm. there's several different drugs out on the market. But, you know, for example, if somebody's taking five milligrams, it's a dolophil, that's a, that's a dose that we offer, but that is underdosing for a lot of mm. people. And so if somebody has taken the drugs and it used to work and now doesn't, I would suggest that then that they should probably talk to their doctor and try to switch the medication or um, up the dosage. Something else to realize about these drugs, a couple things. One is, is that the research is quite clear that people do not become dependent upon them. So in mm. other words, it's not like if you start using ED medication as like a performance booster, um, and then, and then, but suddenly now you can't get hard without it. That, that's right. not something that, that's not something that, um, that happens. But the other thing to realize about these drugs is that you do have to be somewhat relaxed and sexually aroused. Yep. So if somebody is in a full on panic, um, which can easily happen, especially in some non-monogamy situations, like there's been plenty of times when I felt like a total rock star. I'm in this crazy, fun situation, <laughs> but goodness knows what's going on in my brain is probably a lot of panic alarms going off mm -hmm. that are not conducive to erections. Um, and so that's the other thing too. Like if someone finds themselves in a, in a situation where they're just not comfortable in the situation for whatever reason, then they, they can take all the drugs in the world and it's not gonna make much difference. Yeah. Um, there is obviously, you know, billions of dollars per year in the illegal drug trade. These drugs mm. are very easy to get from 
online websites and things like that, um, or just from friends. And one of the things, because I'm not an MD, we hire MDs. One of the things that was really surprising to me is just how dangerous these drugs can be for some men. They are prescription drugs in the United States for a reason. Mm. And um, sometimes men have um, cardiac issues or they're taking another medication that um, this would interfere with. And so, you know, when I first started in the lifestyle, um, Viagra, for example, was not in generic form and it was about $70 per dose. And that was a time in my life when my income was pretty low. And that was a pretty big decision for me if I wanted to take yeah. that $70 pill or not. But now companies like Shameless Care for probably 3 or $4 per pill um, can help men get the prescription, the year's worth of ongoing medical care, the medication, and the shipping. And so there's just no reason for people to fool around with these illegal drugs that can really be dangerous because... Even if the drug itself is not dangerous for somebody out there, like there might be somebody listening who's like, yeah, but I'm healthy and I'm not on any medication. Um, The fact is, these drugs that are circulating in the United States illegally are not pharmacy, real pharmacy drugs. These are drugs manufactured for the illicit drug trade. And nobody really knows for sure what's in them or what the dosages are or what the inactive ingredients are. And so there's there's a really... Uh, opportunity for for people to be harmed in that way and Mm. so whether you use our company or not and i certainly hope that people do use our company um, at the very least walk away from these um, illegally obtained drugs because they really can be quite dangerous Mm -hmm. and that's so good to notice again the way shame drives us into behaviors that we deserve better than right we all deserve access to adequate health care. And that's a bigger conversation in this country, right? Access to health care, period. Um, but we certainly deserve access to legal, real prescription drugs when we need them. And to doctors, we can be in conversation about. I'm so glad you brought that up because, you know, if you buy meds from the dark web, there's no one to text to if your heart starts racing during sex and you're worried about that, or if you want to change your dosage and want to try something new. Yeah. Um, to me, you know, and, and, and we have a lot of clients that really without the medication, they are physically incapable of obtaining or maintaining an erection. But we have a lot of customers who use this basically as a confidence booster, as a performance booster. And what I mean by that is, is, you know, somebody's on a, a first date, and um, somebody's on a first date and those jeans are being unbuttoned or something like that. And boom, if that dick, and I'm not shaming people who wouldn't be in this situation, but if that dick is hard, like immediately, everybody just feels like, wow, this is, you know, no problems today. And then that's like the end of thinking about it. (laughs) Whereas, you know, I can assure you that a lot of men, if that dick is completely flaccid at first, one of their first thoughts is, oh no, is this going to work? And as anybody with a penis can tell you, that is a great way to make sure that it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And right. And we're going to continue this cultural conversation. So there's less and less pressure on this quote unquote working or not. And while we have that conversation to unpack all of the cultural scripts, we all still date and play within them. And I think that's one of the things I was reminded as I started playing with men 
again is like we can have these aspirations towards a new sexual culture where these things aren't anxieties and many of them are our lifelong anxieties and as long as we carry them we need to work with them and these kind of medications are a tool and that's really what i've learned really firsthand and I want people to open their minds into is like, this is a tool used to enhance pleasure, much like a vibrator you might reach for um, to make a certain response more reliable. Um, And it doesn't replace arousal, as you said. And one of the things I love my partners do is they ask me if it's a night to use the medications, right? So they involve me in the conversation. And that's kind of part of our conversation of how do we want to play tonight? Um, cause sometimes I'm pegging them and so they don't need them as much. Um, but if it's my turn to get reamed, we do. Um, so thank you for providing these tools. Um, and more importantly, the container to access these tools without being shamed and with the support of an educated network of practitioners. Um, I can't stress the value of that enough. Um, people come to us with their medical questions. We say, talk to your doctor. If you don't have a doctor you trust, this is a great way to access sexual health care, shame-free. Um, thank you so much for having this conversation with us. We will have links to shameless care in the show notes and at pleasuremechanics.com slash toolbox. You have been generous enough to provide our listeners with a beautiful discount on their first order so they can try these services and start this habit of sexual self-care. Robert from Shameless Care, thank you so much for joining us on Speaking of Sex. Yeah, thank you so much. One more thing I will mention about that discount code is, particularly on the ED Mm -hmm. medication, um, anybody who uses that discount code can try Shameless Care for basically how much your copay would cost at your doctor. So if you just don't feel like having that awkward conversation with your doctor, Honestly, I think these drugs are so inexpensive now as generics that there's really no reason to, um, even for people who are fully insured, there's, there's probably little incentive to go and have that conversation with your doctor, take a half a day off work and then go spend time at the pharmacy for basically, you know, $30 or so you can get three months worth of treatment, including the prescription, the medication, the shipping and everything like that. And then all of your doctor interactions are with someone who just thinks you're really cool. Like no matter what you tell them, they're going to be like, right on. Yeah, sure. Let's do it. Let's, let's, let's figure out how to do this safely. Yeah. Robert, thank you so much for your contribution to a healthier sex culture for us all. Thank you. I really appreciate your kind words there. Big thanks to Robert and the entire team at shamelesscare.com. If you are inspired to take next steps in your sexual health care journey, Go to shamelesscare.com, use the coupon code PLEASURE for a generous discount on your first order, and you will find this link in the show notes and at pleasuremechanics.com slash toolbox. Charlotte is back from vacation today. Tonight, I get to pick her up at the airport, and we will be back together next week for a new episode of Speaking of Sex with the Pleasure Mechanics. I'm Chris from pleasuremechanics.com, wishing you a lifetime of pleasure. Cheers. Cheers.